Today, $70 billion of Christians' money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI, faith-based investing with Anthony Wright. God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello and welcome to this very special edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. My name is Tom Levine. Anthony, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, Tom, as always. I look forward to being on this program and look forward to seeing what's in store for me for the day. And I'm really excited today. We have a very good friend of mine, very good friend of yours, and and um, he has his own radio program, and and uh, he, I'm I'm honored enough to be on his program, and I wanted to uh, bring him on today and introduce him to our listening audience and to my clients because I'm honored to not only know him, but I'm honored that he's a friend. And uh, but I'll, I'll let you uh, I'll let you introduce uh, Gary from there if you want because you you know Gary well like I do, and he's a wonderful wonderful man. So I'm looking forward to having him on and seeing what we can talk about today. That's right. We're talking to uh, estate planning attorney extraordinaire here in California, Gary Quackenbush. He is highly regarded in this field. And we're going to talk to our listeners about why this whole issue of wills, trusts, estate plans, all of that is critically important to you. But first, um, you know, happy Thanksgiving to all of our listeners and to both of you. Do you know why um, cranberries are red? (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) Because they saw the turkey dressing. No. Anyway. <laughs> I think oh my we can, gosh, I got it. I think we can say that on Christian radio. <laughs> That's right. Is this mic working? <laughs> yeah, my mic's working. What was that? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Why is Holly green? I don't even know. She's jealous of something. <laughs> That's well, I love both these Oh, people. Holly is green because she, oh, because she saw the turkey that saw the Oh my gosh, this is crazy. <laughs> Down that road. In, in Tennessee, Holly's green because she has a stomach virus. Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that's a really good one. That's a really good wow. one. Wow. So that uh, kind of takes hey, Gary, care of our it's appetites. It's great to have you on the show, man. It is great to be hey, on the show, Anthony. Well, I love great the fact that you come on, on my show all the time because I tell people, uh, people ask me, because I'm doing all these state planning. That's just like day in and day out. That's what I do. And I love the fact that I've got Anthony on my show uh, talk to us about uh, you know money and finance. And I get so many people that they don't trust advisors and they don't know who to get. They don't know what lawyer. They don't know what you know financial advisor. And I always just tell them, just call Anthony, 931-RETIRED. I mean, that's literally my standard answer. And I, I've had many people that will say, well, how do I get to know Anthony? I said, then listen to our show every Thursday at two o'clock on the, you know, and I give them the, the, the website and everything. Cause that people can listen nationwide, um, That's on right. the answer, San Diego.com or, uh, KPRZ.com. KPRZ.com or KCBQ.com slash listen live. So uh, that there is great. Go. That's, uh, that is really cool. I appreciate those kind words. And you know, one reason that I wanted to have you on the show today, obviously one, you're a great guy. And two, you're a, excellent lawyer as well and and folks that are listening today i i know that gary is licensed in california uh still i encourage you to go to his website uh gqlaw.com mm-hmm. and if you're outside the state of california you know we'll be able to refer you to somebody inside your state but gary's got a great website out there 
and he's a premier California law firm and, and does extremely well in estate planning and tax planning and bankruptcy and small business legal needs. And, but one of the things that impressed me on your website, Gary, is, is the, that, that ebook that you do, the living trust basics of how you break down the, just the general basis of, of a living trust. And I really appreciate how you did that and how you took the time to simplify that. And, you know, when I'm on your show, one of the things I try to do is simplify financial planning and investing to the clients. And so I really appreciate you taking the time to put that on your website. And it really simplifies and explains just the basics of a living trust. But one question I had for you, and then we'll see what Tom's got for you. But I know I, I don't know if it's a California thing. I don't know if it's an if it's an in you know a, a nationwide thing or what. But here in Tennessee, it it appears that back in maybe back in the seventies, when the baby boomers, as we call them, the baby boomers today, apparently there was like a um, a myth. Um, and I, and from what I can tell, I've had some of my clients that are baby boomers that have told me that there was a seminar and there were, there were people doing seminars back in the late seventies, maybe 77, 78. And they were just really pushing a will. <clears throat> and I've had mm -hmm. so many of my clients that call in around, around the nation. Now, unlike, unlike you and lawyers, I know you guys are state specific, but we as investment advisors, uh, when when you're federally covered, like I am, a federally covered SEC, then I'm open to all 50 states in the union. So I, I talk to people all around the country. But I still seem to run into the same question. And it doesn't matter. I know it seems prevalent here in Tennessee, but I'm noticing other states around the union, the same thing is happening. And that is, I will say, have you guys done your estate planning do you have everything in order? Obviously, I work on their income plan. And once we get to the estate planning, there's so many people, Gary, that say, well, I have a will and I, and I mm -hmm. have it covered. And I, and I just kind of look at them funny and I'm like, is a will all you have? Because a will will send you to probate. So I would like for you to talk a little bit about, and maybe I'm wrong on that. You're the lawyer. You correct me if I'm wrong. But, but I, I would like to know, does a will, will a will send you to probate? And, and if so, how can, how can clients and, and prospects that are listening to this radio program today, how can they avoid that horrible probate? Thank you for asking that question, Anthony. It does come up. Um, I'm licensed in California and Colorado, like you said. <clears throat> so when I talk outside, you know, so if, if our listeners are outside of California and Colorado, then this is not legal advice. But there are some very common things that happen in all 50 states. And so I want to kind of address the difference between like a will and a trust. First of all, we have to talk about what probate means. Probate, there's probate in all 50 states in the United States because probate is the, is the process that um, it, it's a court-handled process in most states where property is going from the decedent, the person that died, going to their heirs. Now, whether that's um, going through a will or not going through a will, any property that transfers from an individual deceased person to an heir, which is, you know, it could be considered a beneficiary or an heir, it could be their kids or family or whatever, that transfer of, 
of, of money from one to the other, that has to go through some type of predetermined process. And in most states, and in California specifically, if that process is allowed with no will at all, it goes through probate. Now, probate means that we have to go to the probate court in front of a judge, file a petition, pay all these fees, hire an attorney, and go through a process that in California will take you no less if it's perfectly done, it'll take you no less than nine months, and it typically will take two to three times that long. So you were talking year and a half to two years or even more if Yikes. there's any issues with the probate. Mm. The costs of doing probate are set, by, in some states they're set by statute, in California it is, and the cost of fees and cost of the administrator of the estate, that's the non-attorney that's working through it, and the attorney that's working through it, because you have to have a, an attorney in probate, um, it's going to run about 10% of the gross estate. So if you had all of your property is worth $500,000 and it's a house and, and money and retirement and life insurance proceeds and all that stuff, if all that's $500,000, you're going to spend $50,000 transferring that property from the decedent to the survivors, whoever's supposed to be getting that money. Okay, now in most states, and I can speak for California, Colorado, and um, I know this happens in Utah, but I'm not licensed there, so whatever. But basically in California, Colorado, if you have a will that says specifically, when I die, I want it to go to my four kids in equal shares, and this person over here is gonna be in charge, they're gonna be called my executor, that still goes through probate. Because anytime wow. the instructions that you leave are not valid until someone dies, you have to have a court involved in that probate process. The idea of just a will, I think for any purpose, whether it avoids probate or not, is way too simple for me because it's simply saying, when I die, I give my property to this person or another. Now, what if you have a situation where you die and money is going to go to a beneficiary that we would call them financially immature? Uh, they're eight years old. They're 18 years old. They're 35 years old, but <laughs> they're not somebody that is used to handling money. And if you have a will in California or Colorado, even Utah, and you die and the money goes to that person, there's no restriction. They just have to be 18. Mm. So if you die and leave $100,000 <clears> and it's going to go to your child and the child is 16 years old, you, when they're 18, the money has to be held for them until they're 18. But when they're 18, they just need to prove who they are and what their age is, and they get the money unrestricted. And there's nothing you can do about it because the law does not provide any restrictions. It's money that transferred to them. So an 18-year-old with $100,000, most of them are going to buy a new car and not realize that an 18-year-old with a new car, the insurance is probably going to cost them so much money that they can't even afford to keep the car. <clears throat> so one of the things when you do any documentation other than this, I die, money goes to my kids, usually that documentation is called a trust, and trusts exist in all the states. The idea of a trust is it is a document that says, when I die, this particular person is in charge of my estate, and it's done legitimately and legally, and it basically says, when I die, my son Matt is in charge, and if he can't do it, then my daughter Brianna is in charge. So I've designated that ahead of time. So when I die, if my wife dies also, or when she dies, so we're both dead, and I assign my oldest son, Matt, to be my trustee. See, I did that before I died, and I did it with a document that in my state is totally legal and legitimate because it's notarized, it's signed by me, it's signed by my wife, and it's notarized. That makes that document, that assignment, for my son to take care of my money after I die, it's totally legitimate and enforceable. 
So that means when I die, my son does not have to go to court and say, hey, judge, dad left a will. He said, I should be in charge after he died. I need authorization. That's the probate process. But I've gone further than that and I set up a trust. And my trust says, when I die, this kid is in charge. And the trust, the, the signing and the, what the trust documentation says, it's different than a will, much different. It in charges, it empowers him. As soon as I die, it empowers him with the authority to manage my property. He does not have to go to court because I set the trust up. I put my property in the trust and I say that when I am dead, then my son is in charge of anything in this trust. Okay. It's a lot like a corporation. Okay. So let's compare. I have a sole proprietorship and I'm doing whatever I'm making widgets in my sole proprietorship and that's what I've got. And I, you know, when I, if I don't work, then the company doesn't run. There's nobody there in charge. You know, I can sell the company if I want. When I die, what happens to that property? You know, my business, well, there's got to be a way to transfer it, right? But the thing is, I am the business. I run the business. I am everything. If I instead took my widget company and I put it into a corporation, now who's running the show? Well, the owner of my company now are the shareholders. So I just put my company inside of a box called a corporation. I have the shareholders who own that corporation. I have these things called bylaws and it says what the people, you know, who's in charge. It's going to be me, but it's going to say I'm the president, I'm the secretary, I'm the treasurer, you know, I'm the I'm the director. And it, it makes all those things, right? Well, the, just because I have this corporation, it can't do anything of it in and of itself, but it is owned by me, it's run by me, and I will have provisions in there that says, if I can't be the president, then there's a way to elect a new one. If I want to transfer my ownership to my children, I just put it in my trust and it says, when I die, my kids now own my company. But see, with a corporation, it doesn't do anything by itself but you set it up independently to have people run it and operate it. Ooh, so cool. if I am the manager of my corporation and I die, the next manager steps up because we elect someone. That person is now the manager. My company continues to run, even though I'm dead. Hmm. Going back to trust, it's really the same thing. You set up a trust, you put your property in it, it can be rentals, can be a house, can be a corporation. It's in this box. And the box says, oh, we need somebody in charge. That's going to be called the trustee. And then who gets the profits? Well, it's not going to be the shareholder owner. It's going to be the trustor, the one that created the trust. So it's very similar. I have an owner and I have operators of this trust. Very good. If I'm going to take the operator dies. Sorry, Gary. I'm just going to press pause for just a moment to uh, take a very quick break. We're up against a break. And by the way, you are listening to Faith-Based Investing with our host, Anthony Wright, and our very special guest star, Gary Quackenbush. If you want to reach, uh, download your free book and reach Anthony, you can do that at BibleSafeInvesting.com and download your free book right now. If you want to reach out to estate planning attorney, Gary Quackenbush, uh, number is 855 500 Trust, and you can reach out to Gary and his team there. We'll take a quick pause for the cause and be back with more right after this. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. Have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Most Christians just don't understand that the money they save for retirement usually helps fund the abortion industry and other liberal anti-family causes. But did you know that with just a few minutes of your time, we can screen and clean your investments at no cost to you? It's absolutely complimentary. Just go to the website right now, download a free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing, 
investing, it's free as well. You deserve to know the truth as the investor. Then the choice is yours. You can keep doing what you're doing, or you can line up your investments and life savings with your beliefs. We are fiduciary investment advisors. You can feel good about investing with confidence. So learn more now. Go to BibleSafeInvesting.com or call me at 931-RETIRED. Your free book is waiting for you. Go to BibleSafeInvesting.com and be sure that you listen to Faith-Based Investing this weekend right here on Family Talk. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. We hope you're enjoying this special edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Your money, your future, your estate plan are in the spotlight today. Thank you for joining us. And Gary, before I so rudely interrupted, you were talking about how trusts really mirror something that people are familiar with, uh, uh, how similar they are to corporations. Well, and I think it's it's important that people recognize that and understand it that way, because the corporation, if somebody has a corporation, you know, if you hear, I mean, just, let's just take a big company. Let's just say like Apple. Well, um, when Steve Jobs died, did Apple? No, Apple just went on. They just, they went, oh, let's go find somebody else. And they put in Tim Cook. So now Tim Cook is the CEO, right? So if, um, if the directors, the, you know, the, and shareholders die, I mean, not that we don't care, but legally we don't care because some other shareholder gets their shares. And with a, with the trust, we're doing kind of the same thing. We're putting all of our property in this, this legal thing. It's not really an entity, but it's like a, it's like a corporation, but we're calling it a trust and it has a, it has an operator. It has a manager and it has owners. And those are all changeable by looking in the document itself. So that's how we avoid the court intervention. That's how it works past death. Because what we're trying to do is we're trying to get past the veil of death and have the property control just shift. It's different than a beneficiary designation. Because if you have like, um, let's say you have a, a bank account and it says, when I die, I give this money to my son, Matt. Okay. The trigger is death. Well, what if I became incapacitated? Like literally, I couldn't make any legal decisions at all. Well, who's in charge? My bank account is in my trust. If I can no longer serve as my own trustee and Cheryl can't do it either, then our son Matt steps in. So I don't have to I don't have to die for him to get be in charge. So while I'm alive but incapacitated, incompetent, legally incompetent, my son Matt steps in, takes care of me financially, takes care of my wife financially, and when we die, then he gives the money to his siblings and himself. So it's, it's this, the management, the control, the handling of all the assets in the estate pass from the you know, mom and dad, if you will, to the kids without having a bunch of court intervention. And also, this, there's a 70% chance that you become incapacitated before you die. I mean, that's statistically 70% of Americans become incapacitated, completely financially incompetent for at least 90 days before they die. Well, and 90 days is a long period of time. So yeah. if you became incapacitated and you have a trust, you have a successor trustee that's going to manage things for you. If you didn't have a trust, who's going to be in charge? Well, in California, you got to go to court and get a conservator appointed you mm. know, because, the, you know, unless you have power of attorneys. So if you do nothing, you're just that's, that's a big problem. I always recommend a will. You have to at least have a will, but that's not even close to enough in any state that I know of. You need to go further and get a trust and whether a trust avoids probate or whatever. I don't even care about that. If you have minor children, what if you had minor children and mom and dad died? And now the kids have a million dollar estate or $500,000 estate, you know, wherever you're, you're located. You're, you, mom and dad are gone. 
somebody needs to be appointed to take care of them. Well, let's just say that was arranged. Okay, so the kids now have their new, you know, if you will, the new mom and dad taking care of them. But what about their money? If you die and you only have a will, that money just goes to the kids and it sits in a bank account, court supervised until they're 18 and they get their money. To get the money out, I've got to go to court. So if I'm the guardian of these two minor children and I need money to take care of them because, you know, I got my own kids and now I have these two new kids, which is totally fine. I need money. I have to go to court and file a petition and say, hey, judge, I got these two kids and I need a thousand bucks a month. Can I handle that? Can you handle that? And we got to get a court order for every single thing that we do because it's a guardian and the money is held in basically in this court blocked account. If instead I had a trust, my wife and I die, we have little kids, the little kids go to the guardian, which we named already. So it's not, you know, it's not any secret what's going to happen. They go to the guardian. My money is controlled by a trustee. The guardian and the trustee work together hand in hand. Trustees got the money, the guardians got the kids and they can work together in taking care of the kids. We don't have to have the court involved. We don't even need the power of attorneys. We don't need you know any conservatorships. So it, the trust thing just makes it so you have made this plan of exactly what you want to have happen with your children, with your estate, how soon it's going to go to them. All that stuff gets taken care of if you have the proper documentation. In California, Colorado, Utah, it's trust and will together. Very good. We have about uh, four minutes left in the broadcast. Again, if you want to reach out to Gary Quackenbush, the estate planning attorney, the telephone number is 855-500-TRUST. And Anthony Wright, my good friend, is the host of this program. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Learn all about him and how you can invest in a uh, biblically responsible way at BibleSafeInvesting.com. Anthony, any thoughts? Yeah, I just am honored that Gary, you're on, you're on here with us, and I get so many questions from listeners that are listening today. They always call in, and and one of the first things we do as investment advisors, obviously, we can't give investment advice until we locate where they're at. So a mm -hmm. big part of locating where someone is, is do you have a trust? You know, do you have a will? And what I hear you saying, and I, I love how you put that because think of that trust as a corporation and it's, and it's okay to have a will, just have that will inside that corporation, inside that trust. Um, and I love that. That's a great analogy. And that helps a lot of my clients that are listening today because it, it never fails they'll they'll always it always comes up in the financial plan how do you want to leave this money because when you when you pass away like you said your son Matt or or your wife Cheryl want you know that's already done according to that trust well if you don't have that put into place then you're in trouble when it comes time to and I think what I hear you saying Gary is probate has to change the title has to change it from your name if if you did not have a trust probate would change it from your name to Cheryl's name or your name to Matt's name and that's why it is so important that we as investment advisors do a good financial plan and we use good lawyers like you that give us good advice and help these people get their get their funds protected, get their investments protect protected, and get them in that trust. Thank you, my friend, so much from the bottom of my heart for being on the program with me today, and I look forward to coming out there and doing a seminar with you. Oh, I look forward to that too, Anthony. I really appreciate appreciate the opportunity. I love 
taking care of families just like you do. Thank you very much. Gary, tell people how people can reach out to you, our listeners from across the United States. Two ways, 855-500-TRUST and also my website, gqlaw.com. GQ, like Gary Quackenbush, law, gqlaw.com. And you can get a free copy of my book, Living Trust Basics. That's there on the website. It's for free. I'll leave it up free for... Um, well, for Anthony's clients, I'll leave it all the way to the beginning of the year. So go on my website, gqlaw.com, and you can get the free book, Living Trust Basics. It's all distilled down to some it's, – it's, I made it really understandable, and you can learn about estate planning and living trust in 19, in 19 pages. This so is geez. really fun. Anthony, uh, it's, we've got one minute. Why don't you talk about how people can reach out to you? Yeah, the easiest way to me is just go to biblesafeinvesting.com, and one of the things we do is a financial plan. It's a risk score plan. But um, if you want to, you know, screen clean your investments, just go to that biblesafeinvesting.com, click on Get Started Now, and we will begin to immediately screen and clean your investments. And if you need to move them, we can. If you don't and you want to leave them where they're at, that's okay too. But the moment you submit that form, you're going to get an email. And it's a it's a link, and that link is a is a copy of my free book. So you don't have to go to Amazon.com to buy it. It's you're going to get it free right there, and it's called Faith Based Investing, and it's explaining what faith based is. Thanks for listening. Look forward to hearing from you guys, Gary. Thank you so much, Tom. As always, thank you so much. Blessings to everyone. Look forward to hearing from you and talking with you. And that's it for us. Again, that website is BibleSafeInvesting.com. Thanks for listening to this special edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen and clean your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony Wright.